0: what's up everybody uh brown banter i am sitting here with uh someone you may remember it's uh kevin harris man what's up what's going on how I, you doing today i'm doing good you yeah
1: know? uh saints weren't playing went and saw some venom this, this afternoon yeah so that's what i was, was
0: saying uh i listened to your uh podcast you just did with anthony right uh what was that earlier this week y'all were talking about going and seeing it today yeah
1: i think it was uh tuesday tuesday yeah tuesday i was in here with uh with mm-hmm. anthony and he said, "Hey, let's go Sunday." I never heard back from him. So he rolled I went, you. I, I went by myself.
0: That's all right though. Yeah, I got to eat my own popcorn. He's notorious for that. Uh, that's kind of funny. It's all good. I enjoyed myself. Uh, no Saints today, right? Is that tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Well, Monday, night. Monday night. Monday night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I heard uh, that's what kind of where I left off with y'all. I guess Drew Brees is gonna he's gonna do it tomorrow night. He's, he's got I think 201 yards to get to break uh,
1: Peyton Manning's mm-hmm. record. Is that all time passing yards all time passing yards i I can't see him not getting two hundred and one yards I mean it's happened. it's happened, but I can't see him not doing it in the dome yeah, so on a
0: Monday night, and so only because I was listening to that, you've been into some uh Saints games that were monumental like memorable kind of stuff right
1: yes, and what's ironic about that whole thing is we talked about when the when he broke the touchdown i mean uh the receptions or touchdown receptions in a season record or whatever that record was, and then the Blocked Punt by Steve Gleason. Yeah. And then while I was in the movies today, I got a text and said, hey, I got two tickets to the game tomorrow. Do you want to go? And I'm like, Sigh. I'm working till five. So to get Ooh, off work at five, and happen, go, happen, I could make it but happen. That, dude, but, that's historic. You but know, you but I, to- I chose to not try to push it and... Oh God, you're old, dude. I know, right? You're old, I bro. mean, back in the day, I'd have you're dropped. Old. I'd have probably called into work. Everything. Yeah. I'd have been I'd have been yeah. in New Orleans tonight.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you're old, man. That's terrible. I'm, but I, I'm,
1: I got, I got a nice 65 inch TV at the yeah, house. Yep. Just you know, I do that. In.
0: I do that with music sometimes now. Like, there's still a bunch of bands that I'm de- like, I'm if they're playing, I'm going. Right. Period. But there's other bands that I still like a lot. But I'm kind of like, oh, man, you know, standing <laughs> up and having to go I, drive to X, you know, city wherever they are, and it's late. We and We did this. that. I might miss. That. We made the choice with Godsmack and Shinedown. I mm-hmm. chose not to go. That's one of them. Yeah. Um, Was that a weeknight? Yeah. Yeah. And it's another thing too. It's a weeknight now, man. I got kids. What are you going to do? I, I can't go on a Thursday and go I, party all night. What I, don't, the hell? I don't even have kids
1: at the house anymore. I'm just old. Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> my <laughs> hip doesn't feel yeah, good. I, like I, I could, yeah. I don't know if I yeah. want to stand the next person that pushes on me. Or Yeah. And yeah, that happened. I actually went with uh Michelle and I went and saw pa- Papa Roach in New Orleans mm-hmm. and uh, was it Papa Roach? Chris Montgomery was with us okay. um, and somebody threw or just like threw their water bottle up and got, got me wet in yeah. the back. I absolutely went nuts. You ruined they, it. They, yeah, you ruined they, the show for you. Didn't totally ruin it Thank goodness it was towards the end of the show, but I've almost, everybody's like, if you get arrested in New Orleans, there's nothing we can do for you. Were you sober (laughs) at the show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is, uh,
0: you're definitely too old at this point. It's aggravating. I mean,
1: walking around Disney, I'm like, if one more person pushes me, I'm really going to get pissed off here. And Michelle's like, are you kidding me?
0: And I'm like. Dude, large crowds, man. They're not, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of large crowds like that. So. Back when I was... Let me take that back. Large lines. Okay. Okay, because I'll go to a big-ass concert. That's, that's no problem.
1: And if you notice, if I go to a concert, I'm usually hidden off in a corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got spoiled mm-hmm. for 12 years working at the radio station. I was backstage. I didn't have to be around the crowd. I could do whatever I wanted to you do. You not have to pay for tickets. I still don't have to pay for tickets. I do, I do buy most of my tickets. I, I haven't asked for a pair of tickets in probably two years. Okay. So, But I am asking for some for the next... Five Finger Death Punch, Breaking Benjamin show. Is the singer so. back?
0: Five Finger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's all. That's He's, some ugly shit, that that whole thing. I,
1: I've lost kind of touch with a lot of that behind the scenes, really, what's oh, going it, on. I, I mean, it. I I read every now and yeah. then if something like yeah, Blabbermouth or something like that posts it or something like that, but uh, matter of fact, Blabbermouth saw the post uh Fayard made about the little Nirvana reunion yesterday or whatever. It was at a Foo Fighters show and- uh they had Joan Jett and a couple oh, other people that. come out. Yep, and, yep, and, yep. and I'm not a big Kurt Cobain fan. I'm not going to hide it. Really? Um, I'm not. I don't hate him. Right. I'm just not a big fan of him. But then when you try to get singers like Joan Jett and whoever else was on there trying to sing like mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain, yeah, it, just it just makes the work. song even that much more You know more who can do it,
0: though, is uh, Seether. Can't, you know what? He can. John Morgan. Yep. He sounds a lot. I mean, that whole band to me is... I don't mean in an ugly way, but they are a lot of like heavily Nirvana. Oh no, down to you, I
1: think you, I think you've hit the point right there, hit the nail on the head. I mean, they're coming to concert too. They're coming to the
0: Soul Kitchen with Tremonti. Oh, I haven't seen that with Tremonti, just him solo. Like? No,
1: well, Tremonti has a band called yeah. Tremonti. He's okay. the singer and the guitarist oh, for the band. So
0: okay, yeah, it was, that dude uh, never stopped from Creed all nope. the way to now. You know, Creed, never, Alter Bridge. Yeah, I mean, he, kept he deced, just pumping out hits,
1: and he's he still does
0: the altar bridge stuff just not as much yeah but even i never when, could get into them heavy i can they're a, they're a good band they're all talented dudes singer can sing his ass off but it just never never struck a chord Yeah, i'm not
1: me. a i'm not a big Alter bridge fan um but that was one thing the one concert i would have loved to have seen that we did when we were in orlando we left on the 26th to come back here mm-hmm. the 27th fozzy was playing at which is Chris Jericho's band. Oh,
0: okay. The, the Wrestler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I've, I've heard that he So his something.
1: his band was playing with uh, one that I still call a friend, okay. Adelita's Way.
0: Okay. Yeah. They were
1: opening up for him, and yeah. we were leaving town as they were coming in. I was like, man, just the timing. timing yeah. Timing sucks.
0: So for people that maybe listen to this that don't know, you, uh, you mentioned it just a second ago. You were... Uh, on on the radio, we won't say any names. I don't guess. Like I, it twelve it 12 don't years. To me. It don't matter to me. Okay, twelve years. I ain't hiding nothing. You ain't hiding shit. A, I'm an open book. You're an open book. Okay. Well, I mean, if you listen to the last <laughs> the last one, I talked about my jail time. Mm-hmm. So you uh, did say that. I don't think y'all got into any good specifics, but uh, well, I'm not going. I don't think I, I was I mean, there for any of that though. I don't remember any arrests. I um,
1: believe. no, I don't. I think when it came to the group that when we were all together, yeah. I think ours was just plain fun. It was, it was um,
0: some of the best times of my life for sure.
1: Uh, a lot of my problems came when there was, uh, Joey Culver. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Joey. I'll pick it. He knows it. He yeah. he gives me a hard time about it. I mean, yeah. one of my mugshots was with the paper cut massacre shirt. He actually saved How it. To ironic. He saved it to his phone. Damn. So he was like, I'm going to save this on my phone Damn. because yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. But yeah, yeah,
0: you were at the radio station twelve years, right?
1: Yeah, ninety. Well, yeah, yeah, twelve. Yeah, twelve years.
0: I'm so trying you, to think. Were you CPR one? No. When did you come on board? Uh,
1: about two years after CPR started. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, um, CPR fest. Oh no, CPR fest uh, four was my first one. Okay. So I went to CPR fest three. Okay. And then I was working CPR fest four. Dude, those so. are
0: those things are. They were the shit back in the day. They're still cool now. Don't get me wrong, but like. I don't think they have. They're still cool. They still do they a are, great job. But they they used to be but more. But they home, don't have that feel. That's what I'm saying. More like homegrown is homegrown's not the word because they were national acts, but it was a lot more bands spread out over a lot more time and a lot more space. Right. You know, uh, it was more like a uh carn not a carnival but like a fairground right set up with right. all kind of shit going on. So
1: you on. had two stages. Yeah. Uh, the, the one that sticks out to me the most is um and I've I lose track of numbers of mm-hmm. whatever CPR fest it was, but we had two stages and we had a harder stage and then we had a stage with more of the mainstream stuff. So the second stage had like Fear Factory and uh trying to think who all played on that stage but it was pretty intense for a while. Mm-hmm. But then there was 30 Seconds to Mars played on the on the second stage. Okay. And
0: y'all were talking about that. Whoever
1: we? whoever played before 30 Seconds to Mars took took forever
0: to play or to, to get on stage?
1: to to get off stage. Oh, okay. Um which caused 30 Seconds to Mars to start late. Mm-hmm. And whoever our production people were at the time, they refused to let 30 Seconds to Mars play any longer than whatever their time to stop was. Right, Kitty was the next band on the main stage. Oh, they're the shit. Um, 30 Seconds to Mars got a song and a half or two and a half songs in. They actually cut 30 Seconds to Mars halfway through with one of their songs to start Kitty. Wow. And uh, at the time, Jared Leto was dating
0: Cameron Diaz. Okay. Um, How big in popularity are they at this time? Um, 30 Seconds to Mars. They're just get It's their first album. Okay. So they're just okay. now
1: getting started, but Cameron Diaz had... Right. I mean... Yeah. It was Cameron Diaz. Right. Um, And one of the guys came up to me or came up to Jared Leto from the radio station and asked him how it was to sleep with Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and... So the awkward silence, the kind of backpedaling a little bit away from the, I don't know this guy. So that's a, that's that's always a fun story about CPR Gee. Fest. Well, that particular CPR Fest, there's a bunch of fun stories.
0: Uh, there's a lot of big names that have played that CPR Fest.
1: There are. Uh, and you, you look back at it and you think about some of those names, like Theory of a Dead Man mm-hmm. opened, up, opened up one. I think it was CPR Fest 5 or 6. Yeah. Saliva headlined the stage. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man opened it up. Nobody even knew who Theory of a Dead Man is now. Yeah, they're putting out number one songs all the time, like Nickelback.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> not, not really a fan, but nah. they, they're in the charts. I you guess. know,
1: I I like Theory of a Dead Man. Um, one of the one of the sto- one of the stories. So I was brought in after I left the radio station. I was brought into the Coliseum to help with the Crawfish Festival. Okay, and they had a rock night. Mm-hmm. The first year they had three days grace play. So they gave they gave me uh this is after you left the radio station? after I left the radio station. <laughs> so they uh, they had three days grace one year. The next year they brought me in to help kind of help pick the bands for the rock night, and um, they threw out a few tours and uh we all decided on devour the day okay uh hinder mm-hmm. and theory of a dead man mainly because it's so mainstream it's so and at those times you're looking for attendance you're not really looking right. for uh they yeah they're the yeah, best, they're the best. No, I mean, we just, we're gonna can get people here the 20 people that like them are gonna come show up no we want right. mainstream right so we brought them in and uh this was like a month before I quit drinking, and this is the perfect reason why I don't drink anymore. So we're backstage after the show's over with, uh, talking with Theory of a Dead Man. I mean, it's, it's Hinder, it's all sitting in lawn chairs, and Theory of a Dead Man Devour the Day, and there's just a bottle of Crown, or whatever, whatever. it is, just going, yeah, going around. Yeah. And uh, I'm talking to the lead singer of Theory of a Dead Man. And I had told Michelle probably a month before I said, Nickelback found theory of a dead man. But I think mm-hmm. theory of a dead man's made that step above Nickelback to where they're able to push out hits and they don't have that much hatred toward them as Nickelback does. Mm-hmm. So we're having this conversation. I'm shit faced. And I was like, yeah, you know what you guys, and you guys, I'll have to explain where my hands go in this posi- in this conversation. But I was like, so you guys are here theory of a dead man. Right. And that's about eye level for me. Mm-hmm. And I went, but Nickelback's here, and I put him way above my head. I meant to do that opposite, <laughs> but I was drunk. <laughs> you were so shit faced. Um, so, so he, the, the guys just the, sitting there looking at you like it, it, exactly. You're a um, dick. I, uh, That was it. Yeah. Um, that awkward silence and backwards walk came yeah. from the guys from Devour the Day, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't know this guy. We're done.
0: We're yeah." So. But and you're, and you're sitting there going, what do you what what <laughs> man? I'm trying to what, what's wrong with you? You know, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing to him.
1: Whatever. But uh, yeah. So I don't remember. Did he still guy. sign
0: your T-shirt after that?
1: He did take a picture with me. Well, so I do have him. Yeah, nice. I do have a picture of that. Oh, he's a nice guy. At he, least right? He's his, yeah. He is a nice guy. Uh, and that's I think that's what the cool thing is about bands like that is they've been there too. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Most a couple of years later, I saw the guys from Devour of the Day, and we all talked about it and laughed. And, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. It's all good.
0: Yeah. So. The, uh, hey, we got a ton of good stories like that. We're just playing back out, like back in the day when we were playing, and it always, it's, you know, the Jane Does Dead stories, and the Chris Noble stories, and the Yancey stories, and shit. That it was just such a good time back then, man. That's, you know, you were there for all of them, if not. Many of them, if not all of them.
1: Yeah, I was. I, mean, I could say I was there for probably ninety-five percent of yeah. all of it. But see, um, all
0: of ours were like just—they're good stories, man. They—we didn't have a lot of drama or no bullshit, you know. People did stupid shit, but that was like far, part of the fun, you know. Well,
1: I mean, the stupid stuff came from the people like Maybelline, and <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it did, it but did. uh,
1: but no, I think us as 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 that as that group at that time and. I guess the bond, we were all kind of sort of acquaintances and and friends, but I think that bond came from me doing the Homegrown Show and having you guys on there and hosting those dumbass Battle of the Bands and having to deal with you guys all the time and (laughs) getting drunk and announcing the wrong band name. You did do that. Where was that at? That was at the IP. That was when...
0: God, I, I, you got you some know, good stories, bro. I, how many I, of those stories can we get into? I think I, we should tell them all. We
1: can get into. We can probably get into most of. them. Let's do it. Come on, um, we got time. So another story. Of, no, no, no. Stay with that one. Stay no, that's that. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Another story of me being shit faced. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: um, you didn't just drink. You didn't sip. No. You went hard into yes. paint. Yes. Right. You went hard were, in the paint. People
1: actually got amazed at what was your poison. How quick I went from zero, zero. to a hundred. Are you a, chug, a chugger? Yes. And, okay. and I know one like and that. And I was I was Red Bull and Jaeger, mm-hmm. and if there was no Jaeger, it was Red Bull and vodka. So, um, and to this day, if I'm sitting in a bar yeah. and I I can smell it, oh, walk yeah. by oh, me, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, man, the that hair smells on the back of neck so good. <laughs> it turns up, but uh, but now it's a uh, so. Go back to that story of the
0: <laughs> this is the IP, uh, okay, right?
1: So. Who were the oh, bands to give us a little like... So uh, there was
0: Castor Troy. Okay, so now that, that dates it for us. Right, yeah. and there was Joshua's Son.
1: Okay. And then uh, there was a band called Left Broken. Is this pre or post Fayard, Joshua's Son? Uh, current, Joshua. He was in it? He was he was in it? it. Okay. Yeah, because part That's of... That's how it, I date that band. Part, part of his fun story is that in the middle of their set, you, you know, I had a wireless mic. I was hosting it, so... Yeah. And I had left it on, and one of the Bud Girls was heading out, and Mm. I was like, hey, they're going to Jessica, check her out, blah, blah, blah. Joshua son's in the middle of their set, and my my voice is just going (laughs) over the PA. (laughs) So, um, but the judges for that show were um, Chris
0: from Three Doors Down. Henderson. Yes.
1: And then Brad Mm -hmm. Arnold. and What was the name of that
0: bar that this was (sighs) at?
1: Well, it's now Studio A. I can't remember what they called it at the time. It's going to bug these shit out of me. Now, now you might be... This was at the IP. You may be thinking of the Palace when it was a Z Club. That's exactly what I was thinking of. The ice bar. They had the ice bar and everything. And there
0: was what the Todd Harrell thing was there, right? Right. And there's there's a whole other story for that one. We're going to get as many (laughs) of them as we can, okay? So,
1: we go to dinner. Okay. We go to dinner with Brad and Chris and all them from Three Doors. And this is... Prior to them both getting sober yeah. and, and stopping drinking. Everybody's and, pardoning you at this time. And um, <laughs> I look down at the, I'm sitting at one end of the table. Brad's at the other end of the table and he's got a wine glass, but the wine glass is full of Patron. He's drinking Patron like it's wine.
0: That's some bullshit shit right there, cool.
1: dude. Man, I thought I was good. Yeah. And, uh, and he's not a big guy. No, he's he? not. Yeah. So we get, and so we're drinking there. Um, and then of course, one of my best friends is Kip. From Budweiser. Yeah, he's such the, a good dude. The sponsor yeah. of the damn show. Yeah. Anywhere Kip was at the time. He was I always nice to I us. I didn't have to pay for drinks. Yeah. Um, all I had to do was go to the bar and say, it's on Budweiser, blah, blah, blah. So the contest is over with. I've already made the mistake of calling Jessica's name over the PA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they bring me a piece of paper. Here's the winner. Um, and I don't care how... Shitfaced I am. I usually don't make a mistake like that. I still will argue that I made that mistake, but everybody says I did, so it is what it is. Argue
0: that you didn't. That you didn't. Right. So one. the
1: winner was Castor Troy. The winner was Castor Troy. I announced Joshua's son as the winner.
2: I remember so that now.
1: Brad and all of them come up <laughs> on stage and I they know. pull me away and they're like, "No, you made him." I mean, I was Steve Harvey before yes. Steve Harvey was yeah, Steve Harvey.
0: You were. So, what? What do you think happened? I don't know. I. You think it was a Fayard like man crush? It might have been. I think that's what it was. I mean, I, I it was the eyeliner. You probably you probably locked eyes with him for that one moment right before you said. And you know we talked about like it. And it was like Josh son. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said.
1: Fayard help, has helped me through life. Yeah, he's um, like a brother to you. And uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I like I said.
0: So you don't have I, you don't have no excuse. You I don't. don't you, I don't they, have. They name. didn't have like both names on there, and one was scratched out, and you were supposed to read the one that didn't have a line through it. I, you don't remember.
1: I'm telling you what I'm told. Right. Because I don't remember a lot oh, of Oh, you don't it. Even remember the night. I know that Kip
0: and
1: Chris Henderson were the ones that carried me to my hotel room at the IP.
0: That's... You must mainly. have got on that. You must have got on that Brad Patrone and that's, didn't realize.
1: That's it. mainly what I remember of that whole night. Is I remember them carrying me to the room, and then I wake up the next morning, and then I hear all the stories of what happened. And that was that before kind of Twitter
0: stuff. and Facebook, though, wasn't it? Thank God! Thank
1: God! <sighs> Thank God! Because you got I am, blown up. I, I am glad that most of the stuff that I did yeah. when I did it was yep.
0: before. Yeah
1: i mean the isn't cl- that the cl- weird to say some of that stuff we
0: had was myspace and, yeah but people didn't know how to use social media w- like they know, know it wasn't now. on everybody's mobile phone right it was a desktop thing isn't that weird i can remember like hearing my grandparents talk or something and they would say like we didn't have tv back in the day or even sometimes like air conditioning wasn't right. always a thing but we, our generation, you know, is going to be like before mm-hmm. social media was the, is what we remember. And you, you could do something and get away with it and not have to relive it for the rest of your exactly.
1: life. Exactly, And so the, the DUI mistake I had, um, I see people living those mistakes every day on social media and it makes me very thankful. Not only that I'm sober now. What do you mean? How do you mean when you say it every, every
0: day? So that particular instance,
1: my incident had, if Twitter and Facebook would have been what they were now in 2009. And I mean, that was Facebook was just getting started. Yeah. People didn't know how to far, use as it as far
0: as getting on the phone. Right. Yeah.
1: They didn't really know how to use it very well right. as far as what they use it for now, <laughs>
0: which we could argue
1: that's <laughs> not good yeah. either. But. but if, if my incident would have happened today, that was 2009. Yeah. If it would have happened today, I, I would never, ever, ever be able to run from it. At least now I can kind of own it and whatever. Accept There'd it. Be pictures and you know what and shit I did? Of, I, I, yeah. There's no, there's no pictures of the vehicle. Yeah. There's no, there's one mugshot that Joey Culver has, and I don't even know how he got my hands, his hands on that. But I mean, even people nowadays they get. Arrested for shoplifting. It's up on Facebook for yeah, and yeah, I. Yeah. So I can only imagine. And at the time when it happened to me, I was I was really worried. I mean, I woke up in jail, and I was like, "Oh Lord, you didn't know what happened." I, I was I'm like, sure, huh? at, "And would you?" It, it helped sober me up as far as I'm not as big as I thought I was.
0: Right. That's usually what everybody has to go through. Son Harold didn't that.
1: care. Lox didn't care. Oh really? Yeah. yeah so yeah, okay, I wasn't as big as Did I thought. that hurt I was you a little bit. Um. At the time, probably. Yeah. Right now, thank God. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm glad. I was just a little pushing a radio station guy. Were you
0: leaving <laughs> guitars and Cadillacs that night? I was. Who had played? That cold. wasn't. Our, okay. I was there. Yes. I was there at that it was show. Cold and I was uh, there.
1: Paper Cut Massacre. Yes. And uh, I think I don't know. Um, Dark Horizon opened up. No, Dark Horizon did the Skindred show.
0: Yeah. But anyway. So
1: yes. Um, so I don't remember who all. I I I, just, I remember uh, hearing
0: about the next day and just being thankful you were okay. But that was back then. Like, like you're saying, like, you, you know, we knew you were partying hard, but we all were too. But sometimes people take it to the next level and start really having the problems with it. And it's like, you don't know what to do. Like, right. do I say something to this guy? Is he going to think I'm a dick or a hypocrite? Even worse, you know, at, um, at the time
1: I probably would have. Yeah. At the, at, like, at who the, the t- fuck t- are you telling me, honestly, what, at the time I didn't doing? think, I didn't think there was a problem. Right. Um, and then the more shit was happening, it <laughs> the quick, law shit. Yeah. It quickly, it quickly, yeah. quickly turned when you when you do two
0: and a half months in jail. Is that um, what that was? Yeah. Damn. So, how do you? So when you get out of that a jail, right? You lost your job. Yep. You got to like eat crow there. Burned, I'm sure, some bridges well, and I, shit. I, right. The good. I don't know if I burned bridges. Okay. Um, well, that's good. I mean, I'm still
1: friends with everybody that's there we don't talk a lot Mm -hmm. uh, but when we do talk and when we run into each other it's like good cordial yeah Yeah. uh, uh, i mean that's when i say i get free concert tickets that's what that's who i call right um and it was i don't know it was more the bad part was is when i got the literally the day i got out uh my parents came and got me Mm I had to go back to the station to get all my personal stuff that was oh, at the that station. That dude. So it was my version of the walk of shame. I had to walk through those halls. Oh, yeah. I had to grab all of my stuff. I had to see the bosses. You were the biggest been, name there at the I, time, right? I don't know about all that. Scott Fox was there. And, okay. Okay. And, okay. That was well, really no no, Scott, wa- Scott wasn't there yet. He had gone. He came back after. Actually, I think he came back after
0: I left. Do um, they, do they even have DJs there. now at all?
1: Um, They do. Uh, Scott Fox is still on the show.
0: Um, I actually asked the question. That's right. I heard him interview uh, Sully from Godsmack.
1: Yeah, I don't do, um, I don't listen a lot anymore. Uh, I'm mainly on my Spotify and Pandora and and, stuff like that. That would
0: be hurting them, right? I
1: I don't know. I mean, I really don't. But if you see from the outside, they've let some people go and, and, and stuff like that. So it may be hurting them a little bit, but- The syndicated shows that they carry, like they have Walton and Johnson in the morning. They have the men's room, I guess, I think it's called the men's room at night. Um, Never heard it. um, I had never listened to it either until somebody said I was out playing softball and one of the guys that I've known for years, he was like, dude, every time I hear that men's room show, I think that's you that should be doing, should have done that show. And I'm like, so I went and listened to it. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's nothing like I was on the radio. I oh, don't. Really? I don't know if I could ever be like that on the radio. It's just what, what stupid is the guy like to me. It's just. Yeah. It's just arrogant. Just. Uh, okay. I don't know. I. I could have been arrogant. At the yeah, time, but maybe. Um. It's just. It fits. It's toilet humor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Do so I know Scott. You miss it. Uh, there are probably moments that I miss it. Yeah. Like when I'm buttholes to elbows at a concert and not enjoying standing where I'm at. Right. Um, but overall I, I, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, well, that's everything. Making more money than I ever have in my life. Really? Yeah. So I'm, Good. I'm, I'm not content. There's still more I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what you guys are doing here. Yeah. Um, I thought about doing a long time ago. Okay. Um, well, not maybe not like this, but like an internet radio station, uh, getting involved and and and, and 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 stuff like that. So there's still that that itch,
0: right? So it never leaves you. I don't think.
1: But what was great is just the other day when we were in here with Anthony, I put on the headphones. I started talking on the mic on a boom, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so that's, comfortable." That's what I was going to ask and, you. And he he's, when he's you see like, all the equipment. He's, he's like, you get like, "Oh he shit!" Goes, he goes, "When you started to put on those headphones, I I." Saw another person come out of you, and I was like, "Okay, I haven't talked in f- for fifty minutes ever. Dude. It's
0: solid." So, uh, yeah, you made that comment uh, that you was like, "I didn't know if I could do it," and I'm right. like, "What? Talk? I mean, I- so again, you do speak in snippets on the radio, right?" right. But to, to, and you've hosted so much shit, like big shit. Right. CPR Fest, announced bands, blah, 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 blah. To hear you say you didn't know if you could talk for 50 minutes behind a microphone? That blew me away. I was like, what? I guess the closest I ever got was when we did the Homegrown show because it
1: was long segments between songs. Right. Um, but nothing was ever longer than probably five, six minutes if you go back and look at it. Right. And we're talking running your mouth for 45 minutes to to an hour and I was just like,
0: man, what are we going to talk about? I have l- such a boring life. I mean, no, man, everybody's got a fun life, an exciting life. You just got to find the good you know, and, and shit in, it. and you got a ton. Yours is easy <laughs> to find, you know what I mean? You don't even have to, to dig. So, uh, but to go back to the story about the Z-Club. Oh, do we uh, skip over that? Oh did, yeah. We I never I, said that. Right. We never said that. So Z-Club You were worried about 50 minutes. Yeah, no,
1: Z-Club was where they did search for the next rock star yeah the imprint records imprint records todd todd harrell's uh record label uh startup record label yeah um
0: and i'm trying to try to remember fall as well yes was wasn't uh, there something liquid sand or something like that i believe that was the band out of atlanta yep did they win am i saying that yes was it liquid sand
1: i'd have to go back and look yeah um it's, it's close. It's uh, close. Yeah, I it was, know it's close, but it was a band out of Atlanta. They won. Yeah. Um, but I think Fall as Well ended up being on Imprint Records yeah. and, yep. and they, did they did some touring they and did. stuff like that. But I had been doing stuff at the Crawfish Festival and at the other casinos with Fox 25. It was called Search for the Next Superstar. So I'd been hosting those as well. So uh, once again, it all starts with
0: going go. in, getting drunk. Having a good time, uh, and for the record, I, you were never a mean drunk that I remember, were you? Um, I don't. Maybe obnoxious. Ob- uh, definitely obnoxious. Definitely. Who's a, not? Definitely though. a douchebag. Who? Uh, uh
1: yeah. Were you? Yeah, I've made some comments before. Going now. I, as a matter of fact, Jennifer Noble just absolutely <laughs> loved it when I put it on Facebook. <laughs> it was at a, at a concert, and I was like, now I know what it feels like to have. The douchebag drunk constantly bothering you during a concert. Well, that, so, I would throw that
0: under the obnoxious maybe, but I always thought you were within, with them. You were manageable. I Let's like, put it like I, that. You were manageable. I
1: like to have fun. Yeah, and yeah, me too. Now, I got to the point where I was a, I was a happy drunk, and then I was sloppy. Yeah, maybe so, I remember that. I got to the happy point where I loved everybody, and we were having a good time, and then...
0: Let's do two monsters on this one.
1: I haven't even done the first oh, one yet. Oh, shit, I'm, <laughs> I'm killing mine like it's
0: going out of style.
1: Um. So I get to that happy point and then I became a sloppy drunk and then I started spilling Red Bull and Jaeger all over Fayard's pedals and stuff like that. It shows. Yeah. And he just absolutely. It's you want to talk about some nasty hate Kevin stories that that he's, would be some of them. them. That would be some of them just, just because of what I've done to his equipment over mm-hmm. the years, spilling drinks and stuff like that. But we're at the Z club and the Z club had, I don't care what anybody said. It had the baddest bar on the planet here on the coast you go in you got your drink and it was actually ice yeah i um, vaguely remember that and you could set your drink down there it stayed cold you didn't have to worry about it um so i'm hosting that get drunk uh first off i started by talking to the crowd with my back to them so i i, I play <laughs> i played a uh a um james keenan yeah roll yeah. and was that uh, on purpose or was that just because to... I, I was talking to the drum set I was just having fun me and <laughs> me and symbols having a conversation <laughs> so um but it, it, Kip from Budweiser is the one that always brings it up nobody else really remembers a lot of it but he was there so uh it was just me trying to say search for the next rock star all night long after I had just done Search for the Next Superstar. So towards the end of the night, it became Search for the Next Rupert Star. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was always fun. For the and, Next and, Rupert and, Star. And, and Glenn Matina, who was helping run imprint records at the time. Yeah. He just absolutely, uh, I, I don't think I've been hated by him so much because I just butchered everything about that whole night. He's like, damn. But now I work for Glenn. So he owns Atlas Fights okay so i i work for him as his event coordinator his entertainment group is the one that does the oyster festival every year so i work for him as his production manager for for the oyster festival so
0: yeah that's another one of the topics that i wanted to talk to you about was the atlas fight atlas fights you you uh you do host all those events right you're the the no no. i'm
1: i'm what they call the event coordinator so basically what happens is um the, they book the fights. Mm-hmm. We have a guy that books all the fighters and all of that. And then when all of that's done, I get to the venue and they go, okay, here you go. Here's where we're setting up. Here's what we're doing. Here's where the corners are, all of that. And I just make sure the show runs smoothly. Okay. Um, so you don't, you're don't you not behind the mic? You don't emcee it? If occasionally I will. We have a gentleman named Dynamite uh, out of New Orleans that does the emceeing for it. If he can't make it, then I'm up next. Okay. So what we had talked about the other day was just like a jack of all trades but master of none <laughs> so I can do a lot of things yeah. um if Kyle Curley yeah who does the music for the New Orleans Saints works at the radio station he does the music for the fights if he's not there I do the I do the music uh there's been nights where both of them weren't there so that's been always fun trying yeah. to juggle and getting somebody on the computer to play the music and trying to get them to understand the the process and the way we want the music to flow and trying to host at the same time. So, and then, uh, but it's such a good time. I mean, I guess it still gives me that little bit of being part of an event. Uh, because not only, I mean, was I a DJ at the radio station, but I was also the promotions director for the station. So I was involved with all the setups and breakdowns of all of their events and everything. So it kind of, everybody yeah. asks me why I still do it. Cause
0: I don't need to. I'm like, Which I think like it. it just feeds, yeah. feeds me a little bit. Yeah. Keeps me going a little bit. That's like every time, like you're talking about seeing the boom and putting the headphones on, you know, every time I get around a guitar and start playing or get around, I'm like, call, call Donnie, call Corey. We're starting a band again. We got to do it. You know what I mean? Like I, five I, seconds in, I call saw, him back. We're doing I, it.
1: I saw Corey the other day.
0: Yeah. He was on, he did the podcast.
1: Oh uh, yeah. He yeah. was, he, he walked into my work the other day. We were talking. He's like, yeah, I've been talking to all of them. I'm like, about what <laughs> we're trying we're trying to get something
0: rolling again i mean we I told him I was like, we need to just you know it needs to be once every four months or something we do something somewhere it'd be, it' it'd it's be just cool. tough, dude, it's so tough when you're you know busy schedules, kids whatever well, whatever Sorry. I mean,
1: everybody has grown yeah. into adulthood yeah, uh it took some of us a little <laughs> bit longer to get there um yeah but but I mean, everybody's there i mean if you look at if you look at that group and i'm gonna throw. I'm not sure which band, which third band to throw in there. Do I throw in Joshua yeah. Sun or Down yeah. the Phoenix? It's all the same. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all the same. Um, but if you look at that group, so you've gone on to do your things, and 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 kid and kids, and yep. Um, Fayard's gone on. He's gotten he's gotten married, mm-hmm. and he's got kids. Mm-hmm. And Donnie's gone on, and he's got his business and his. Multiple kids, yeah, a new one just <laughs> yeah, I know I saw that the other yeah, day, man uh Cory's i mean everybody's it and it's nice to sit back and go, you know, we used to be like this, yep, now we're like this, and we don't see each other very often, but when we are together it's 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 a nice time it it's is. not I don't think there's any
0: I don't think there's any hatred toward anybody I don't, not that I'm aware of, you know. But like I said, it's mainly playful, funny, humorous, story, you know, stories. Get to get tell the stories. Yeah, and we, I, we don't get to do it as much as I would like um, with everybody, but that's just, that's life, man. You that's should, how we it should, goes.
1: We should get one to where everybody's in here. I'm totally I down can't, with that. I can't,
0: I can't even imagine the stories that would come out of that. That's where this all started from was J-Bob. Uh, he does podcasts as right. well, but back in 08, man, he was telling us that we should start recording in the van on the way to shows because of all the crazy stuff. Just making fun of each other, telling stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wish now we would have had those recordings. We never did it, uh, but that would have been – that would have been – Yeah, I don't know if you would have shit. been able to publish, but some of them Probably would. not most of it, but, <laughs> like, literally getting to the venue, you know, after an hour ride, say if we're playing over somewhere in New Orleans, and your face hurts. Oh, yeah, no, no yeah, absolutely, for yeah. the entire ride over there, your face is hurting.
1: Yeah, I, you know, that's one thing I didn't do very often is – I went to those shows, but I didn't ride with you guys, so I don't – I think the, the only time I actually rode with anybody, mm. um, and I honestly I don't remember who, which band it was. I, Tyler was in it. I guess it was Aura. Um, but they did the Brick House. Yeah, it's a great venue. Uh, so I rode with them there, and then they did like the Strawberry Festival or something in Louisiana. That so sounds, there was the next day. Sounds questionable. And it was some little bar. So the, the Strawberry Festival was in... Uh, I guess the downtown square. Mm-hmm. So, all the bars around it had bands playing and everything like that. So, they, they were playing there. So, I rode with them for that, but still drinking at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, in Homa.
0: The nice so place. Ronnie to, for w- music. Ronnie.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly who all was there. It was Ronnie, Tyler. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all of it, who all was there, but all I know is. I had some friends at the Brick House, so yeah. we drank. We had a good time. Get into the van. They go to the hotel. I woke up with a post-it note on the TV <laughs> in the van saying, we're in room whatever, whenever <laughs> you wake up.
0: Damn. So, uh, so you know you had fun. That I night. just stayed in the van. Yeah.
1: And I just rolled on to the next town with them and,
0: and, crazy. and drank water the rest of the day. Talking uh, MMA, did you watch the fights last night?
1: I did not watch the fights I was working last night. I probably could have watched the last two, um, but I wasn't going to buy it. And by the time you get out, and I looked at Twin Peaks parking lot, and it was just super packed. And B-Dubs was packed. And I was like, you know what? And So I went home, I went to bed, and I woke up at like two in the morning. Yeah. I got on my Facebook and started scrolling through some stuff. And I'm like, oh, hell, what happened? So I get on, I'm... Get on Bleacher Report and all mm. that, and I'm going through and I'm watching all of it, and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me! That yeah, was crazy, man. But a part of me, Connor got what he deserved. A part of me says it was the thing about it was it, it was, was a really cla- good. It was a good fight. Yes, it was a really good fight. I, I've seen there I were mean, a lot
0: of good fights last night.
1: Yeah, I was looking at it. Um, I think out of the first nine fights six of them were either a knockout or a TKO. Yeah. Just from the fight from right the before Conor the undercard was a bloodbath. Right. Yeah. The Pettis fight. Yes. Yeah. I saw the picture. Those guys,
0: one. those guys left it all in the octagon. It was a good fight.
1: And Did you I don't see- want to say that I condone people jumping over and beating up Connor. Yeah. And coming in. That, that was stupid. Um, I don't even condone Khabib jumping off and going after Connors, but. It got personal, man. It did. There's a lot of personal shit. I mean, shit that was. Selling. Everybody's like, Connor didn't deserve that, and I'm like, Does anybody remember Connor throwing a? <laughs> yeah, throwing a felony a, a, charge, a dolly yeah. through a
0: damn bus window at this guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it got a little out of hand. It's got a little WWE, and I don't think I'm people are WWE really, fan. So yeah, matter. but I mean, that's cool for that. Right, but I yeah, don't think no, people want to see martial arts or MMA has been a very. Uh, and I think Khabib even said it in an interview a respectful sport. Yes,
1: it's been a very classy. Cause it's really is it, serious. It is. It's all about respect. I mean, it, it goes could hurt somebody. You go back into all of the different martial arts there mm-hmm. are. It is nothing but respect. Right. And um, they're kind of losing a little bit of that. I mean, if you, I mean, even the, even the cheesy movies and stuff, they show the respect of that by bowing to their, yeah. to their opponent before they fight and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So the respect side of it and the classy side of it, I didn't agree with it. But at some point, somebody's got to go, "You know what? Maybe we didn't have control of this as much as we should have. Maybe we should, a, Maybe we shouldn't let Conor throw water bottles at his opponents at a press conference. Right. And, and stuff yeah. like that, because yeah. maybe they had we, a lot of security there. Maybe we shouldn't enough. let Brock Lesnar back into the UFC because he brought in a lot of that WWE stuff.:
0: Yeah, so they I know mean, it sells tickets though. It goes back to what you were saying about mainstream book and bands. If it, it sells it, tickets, though,: Yeah. It's going to continue to happen, and I'm going to tell you right
1: now: the first when they do the rematch. Mm -hmm. So I was reading where Connor got after pay per view buys and his guarantee of three million. It was somewhere around probably about fifty million is what is what Connor made, and uh, I'm just like, why wouldn't you do that kind of stuff if that's the kind of money you're going to make? Exactly. I mean,
0: exactly. I mean, it's just getting. I don't know. Outside of all the drama, though, it really was a bunch of good fights. It that's, really, that's really was. Did you see the uh, post-fight interview from uh, by Derek Lewis?
1: Oh, about the, the uh, he took his, his shorts th- off. Yeah, and, his,
0: and dude, he's my new favorite fighter. He, he is my new favorite fighter. I didn't. I've went and fi- I went and followed him on Instagram. Like, I'm going to be checking in. I want to see what. I want to continue to watch this guy.
1: I am on a. Uh, there's a Facebook group page. It's an open page. If anybody wants to go to it, it's Ultimate Picking Championship. They've taken UFC and kind of put it into like a fantasy format. Oh, okay, um, there's like 40 of us that are mm-hmm. in the group. So I didn't. I didn't pick Lewis to win. And, he wasn't uh, winning, I, and that's until what, he won. And when yeah. they when they text me and said, "Hey, you got zero points for the first fight," I'm like, "Well, that's a way to start. Good job." He yeah. goes, "No, don't worry about it. Everybody lost that fight because nobody picked Lewis to fight win." And up until the last thirty seconds or whatever it was, we were watching her we all. Winning. Figure out.
0: I don't know the Russian's name. Volkov. Why didn't he back up and just like let the time run out? He was winning. I guess he thought maybe he could end it too. I don't know. He's a fighter, and he's not a, a bitch like I'm well, <laughs> suggesting he should have been. You know. Well, I, don't know. I mean,
1: he's not Mayweather.
0: He had it won.
1: Um, I've seen I've seen fighters do that to where. All right, I'm just gonna sit, back. dance around, yeah. and lean yeah. up on the cage and try to yeah. get this fight over with and get the win. But then there's some fighters that are like, you know what? He didn't. I can finish him if he still wants to go. I can still take him. Yeah, and, and he he missed. It he's, yeah, yeah. he he slipped up on it. Yeah, so, he did.
0: He got drilled. It was a again. That was another good fight. It uh, happens. I don't know. It was worth it. It was worth the money. I was glad I watched it. Yeah, I it had was a, fun. I
1: had um, Michelle's sons in town, and uh, he's like. Can I get a bunch of friends to come over? Mm-hmm. We'll watch the fights, and uh, we'll pay. you. We'll chip in for it. We'll help pay for it. And I'm like, no,
0: you'd absolutely have to pay for it because I can't guarantee I'm going to be home in time. Yeah. So you know what's cool too now is uh, I don't have cable. I just rented it directly from UFC's YouTube channel. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they've got they've gotten then. That's I mean that's a pretty The savvy. way
1: the ways of pay per view yeah. are, are going away, and I think it all started with. Back to the WWE. Mm-hmm. They started the WWE network. Yeah, I saw that. You pay nine ninety nine a month, you get every pay per view. You can still buy the pay per views if you don't belong to the WWE network. And a pay per view costs sixty bucks. That's what this was, sixty-five. So sixty bucks. You get one pay per view a month for nine ninety nine on the WWE network. Yeah. So that's so $120. You, a you, year. you pay for two pay per views and, and you get all yeah. twelve of them or yeah. however many Stupid ones and, are doing now. And they
0: have the archives too, right? They have the archives yeah, that's and all deal. that kind of stuff. And deal. and
1: I think that's where UFC Fight Pass is trying to get to mm-hmm. um with being able to see uh I think it's Legacy Fights that not is it Legacy that's on there? Um maybe not Legacy. Um but island fights out of Pensacola, their fights are shown on UFC Fight Pass. And uh another company out of Miami are on UFC Fight Pass. But you can see it, some of the archives on UFC Fight Pass. I mean, going back all the way to UFC One with Hoist Gracie and all of I them. I watched that and, a lot. Yeah, the, that was a good one. The the I Iron Man sh- shows where they fought four or five, six times in yeah. one night. Yeah, I mean,
0: I met him, dude. He's a he's a, he's
1: intense. I, I've I've haven't had the I've met a few UFC fighters, um, and most of them that I know are 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 pretty. I mean, you know they can get intense when they need to be. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, it was working, like working for Atlas. Uh, Sean Jordan, who used to be a heavyweight with the UFC, fought for us. Misha Tate. Yeah. She fought for us in the very first Atlas fight we ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went on to win the UFC belt and have, of course, the rivalry with Ronda Rousey. Uh, Jason Knight who's currently yeah. fighting in the UFC.
0: Yeah. I was asking about him last night. Is he still, he's still, he is.
1: he's actually fighting in the next pay-per-view at okay. Madison square garden.
0: What about Sherman? Is he still in there?
1: Sherman fought on fight night a couple weeks ago and lost. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that. I'm not sure where Sherman sits now. Cause yeah. I think that's three, two in a row that he's lost. And the, the one he won was a, hey, he was going to win. Right. I, I mean, you, Okay, I I'm, I it was the guy's first fight in the UFC, and he didn't come in prepared, took it on short notice, all that kind of stuff. So, right. um, but Jason Knight, he's on, I think, a three fight losing streak. Oh damn, that ain't good. Uh,
0: not in the UFC, it's not good. Right? Um, yeah, you don't get very, very many of those before you don't get called back. But the right?
1: good thing is, is he's looked good in all the losses, mm. which you in 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 MMA you can actually look good in a loss. Oh, no doubt. Like his very first loss in his first UFC fight, they did nothing but talk about his rubber guard. Mm-hmm. And it was just, he he couldn't get off the mat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was constantly on it, but he was able to defend himself real well. Then he went on that three-fight winning streak, and then he's gone into three straight losses. He, he's a um, fun fighter to watch
0: from the couple fights that I've seen.
1: He is. He's... He has no cares. Yeah. He goes in, yeah. he's going in to blow, and that's some of his disadvantage. Um, but overall, I mean, he's a great fighter, mm-hmm. and I think if he can get through this one, he'll probably still get another few fights before.
0: That's a brutal way to make a living, dude.
1: <laughs> but you know what? He's won two fight of the nights. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think he's had one submission of the night. So, I mean, that's $150,000 right there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another fighter that uh, um, I've had the pleasure of knowing and becoming friends with is Dustin Poirier, who's actually going to be fighting Nate Diaz Mm -hmm. uh, in New York. How do you you know him? How did you get to meet him? So Atlas Fights has all these sponsors, and there was a sponsor called Beat Sleep, which is a uh, T-shirt company out of Louisiana. They sponsored Sean Jordan and Dustin Poirier. So when they were doing a couple of our fights, they brought their fighters with them that they were sponsoring, who weren't with the UFC yet. Okay, so you, so able to meet them and just you know you just start some sort of relationship and just kind of chat and stuff like that. Now I'm not going to say we're best friends, but right. when we see each other, we talk. We're cordial, and it's not like I don't have his cell phone number. I can't text him and say, "Hey, great, right. we're in" or anything like yeah. that. Um, but Dustin will be fighting Nate Diaz for the new belt, new 160 pound belt. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's ranked number three in the world, I think, right now. He's only got. Two losses, one of them is to Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. and it was like McGregor's first or second fight in the UFC. Yeah, so uh, I'm interested to see where to
0: McGregor him. goes now. Like, what? How does that play out? You know, He's to Mayweather. rematch? I'm sure.
1: Yeah, he'll probably fight Mayweather between that.
0: Oh, that rematch! You yeah, think they're talking about it? I'm not interested. In I, rematch, I don't. I don't, I can I would not I didn't. It ain't going to have the same draw. I didn't, well, I didn't care about it the first time. I did. I I bought way into that just to see. You know, can he can he hang? Um, just throwing hands, just boxing, you know, without all the other. Uh, I used I used Periscope to watch it. Yeah, we bought it. I I cheated. We went somewhere, group of people, and watched it. But it was fun. It was a fun. It was de- it was again. It was fun to watch. Right. You know. But I don't want to see that again. Me yeah. Personally,
1: I, I'm. I had a bad boxing experience, so we're gonna go back to 1994, 95. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, fresh out of jail. First fight back, $70 for the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Watch all the undercards. He knocked them out in like five seconds. I was like, I'll never buy another boxing pay-per-view in my life. I never again will I do it. And I bought Mayweather Pacquiao.
0: I bought that too, and I was definitely.
1: And I was, it it burned me again, and I was like, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. That was a
0: lot of defensive, just not fun fighting to
1: watch. It's, it's, uh, so I miss the days of having like a Mike Tyson. Mm Mm-hmm. To where you know when he gets into the ring, if you mess up, you're yeah. you're done. You're you're laid out. And I thought at one point with the UFC, and the UFC doesn't have that heavyweight right now. To where you're you walk in and you're right. You know somebody's getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought they would get that with Brock Lesnar after his first couple fights because he did really well and he was just like, screw you, and just come mm-hmm. bowling across the the, the, the the cage.
0: But I don't know. Yeah, it's different. What uh, one thing you mentioned that I did, I was kind of think you should you should promote uh, because it's a really good accomplishment, and you put it on Facebook not too long ago. What are you three years sober now?
1: I am. I am. Yeah. Uh. So because we uh, told
0: all the stories, we got to tell like the ending to that story. You know,
1: May thirty first uh was three years sober for me. Okay. And uh, it took some things to happen in life. And you would think that I would have learned in 2009 that I don't need to drink anymore. Uh, I, you would think that when the judge told me, you don't need to you drink, don't need anymore. To drink yeah. anymore, I wouldn't drink anymore. Um, but certain
0: things happen in life.
1: I made the decision and I literally was probably still drunk when I made that decision.
0: Um, That's not a good way to do it. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't and, think.
1: And I said, you know what? I'm not. I can't live my life like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, do I miss it? Yeah, depending, depending on the situation. Um, was it, th- was it a, you know, like a
0: light switch kind of thing? I'm just doing this period. Yes. I'm doing
1: it. And some people t- want to know how I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you at
0: your lowest of your low at that time? No. Yeah. I mean, I was close. At. I mean, I wasn't. I watched, You'd been lower on you know, what's yeah. at the time. Um,
1: and the cool
0: thing about the whole thing
1: was um, I was a heavy smoker too. Um, I told Michelle, I said, if I go one year without drinking on that anniversary, I'll quit smoking. So when May 31st hit, June 1st, I threw my cigarettes away. I had actually had a pack of cigarettes. I just threw them away. I haven't touched a cigarette since. So three years sober, three and a half years sober and two
0: and a half years no cigarettes no cigarettes. how does it feel um it feels good did um, you i mean so everybody wants to know how what what did you you just made the commitment to yourself did i did you, did you read a book did nope. you did okay
1: you, so the no drinking part of it i did I went to like three AA classes okay um and I was at typical i don't need this mm-hmm. um but I did bring the book home and I read the book and I'm not going to, I didn't go through all the 12 steps. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to say it's, it just wasn't for me. Right. It is for some people. And I truly believe that, but for me it wasn't, I got out of it what I needed to get out of it. And I haven't touched a drink since. Um, and we talked about it, couple of days ago i lost some friends from that
0: that from getting sober yeah yeah
1: so they they were
0: one either that, afraid
1: to hang out with me because it's a monster
0: did. by the way that's not a, not a drink <laughs> y'all
1: and we did have that conversation i got here and he said i brought a, a bag of snacks yeah and uh, our goodies yeah and when we looked in there, it was monsters and water. And I said, <laughs> you know, five, six years ago, yes. that would have been a bottle of Jaeger, uh, some no Crown, and, no and stuff like that. So, um, But back to the, to the getting sober, um, I see somebody like a Chris Henderson. Um, I think he's almost five years, maybe a little over five years sober. Um, and when I see, when I post stuff like that, I'm not trying to, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not asking for somebody to go, you man. know what, yeah, awesome, great job. I'm yeah. not looking for somebody to pat me on the back. I'm doing it because I'm proud of myself. But when you see somebody that you've done some stuff with, like Chris Henderson and stuff like that, right? hit the like button or leave you a comment and Jake,
0: yeah, uh, Jake McDuffie. He's doing it too.
1: He's, uh, he's a little bit farther along than I am.
0: Is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if I knew the time I for can't, him.
1: I th- I think it is. I think yeah, I think he's a little little longer than I am. Colin. Colin. Um so I look at those people and go, "You know what? <laughs> I've seen it when they when they were at their worst." Right. They've seen me when I'm at my worst. If they can do
0: it, ain't no way I'm not going to do it. So
1: I look for those some of those people for support. Um and Jake's, So you didn't
0: have to continue to go to meetings. That's not your thing. That's not your jam. That's not how you. I haven't, get... I haven't been to a meeting in probably three years. Did you pick up any kind of hobbies that you think helps or anything like that? Either. <laughs> so I gamble. Uh, you mentioned that on Anthony's, <laughs> so, which I thought was the weirdest thing. I, I'm got and I forgot. I'm glad you brought that up. Like who quit? Who uses gambling to help them quit drinking? Well, or is it not it, really that much but, of a correlation?
1: It, it, there's really not that much. But I, I go. I think it's just the matter of being in the environment without being in the environment. That's not a trigger for so, you? No. It's not a trigger? No, and that Michelle tr- still tries to figure some of that stuff out. She's like you're an alien. I don't know. Well, how. everybody's different, dude. Right. Really. She goes, "I just don't know how you just stopped." Yeah. And um and haven't touched anything. Now, if a cocktail watcher just walks by and I smell the drink, I'm kind of like Yeah i've I've gone to the bar and gotten drinks from Michelle and just put my nose in it and just smelt it all the way back to bringing Dude, it back to her yeah um, you're
0: you're you're a glutton for punishment, and huh?
1: but I think it's
0: one of those there it is can you avoid it some people i think are or like maybe what you're saying rather than keeping it away from them that might be harder than to be right next to it and, right. and saying like here's the enemy and i and i see it i'm looking right at you but i'm not touching that you know what i mean i can see that i guess so i look i, th- I think i look at it that way
1: a little bit um here's the challenge mm-hmm. um i've always been like that challenge accepted right um so here's the challenge here it is i mean you could be sitting right in front of me doing having a beer right now and it wouldn't bother me. Um, so it's weird, but, uh, yeah, gambling. And when I say gamble, it's not, okay, it's gambling. It's, it's a a penny slot machine. I go in with 40 bucks. I go in with 60 bucks and, and some people are like, there's been nights I've lost like a couple hundred. Yeah. And people have asked Michelle, how do you, how do you deal with that? She goes, you've never saw one of his bar tabs. <laughs> I mean literally I'd walk out yeah. of a bar tab before 4 or 500 dollars deep in a to bar do. tab it's so. easy to,
0: especially when you're when you love everybody. You and know what I
1: mean? Get, oh, you get to I that point know, I mean one. one of the nights was uh I was kind of working, not working, kind of helping, not helping Crest live. Okay. And I started this throwback Thursday thing and we had like a Motley Crue tribute and we had Uh, an Ozzy Osbourne tribute and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So the first night was Motley Crue. And here's where my downfall happened a lot. So the first night was Motley Crue. It didn't go well. With no radio advertising, just kind of social media, blah, blah, blah. Right. Didn't go well, so I started drinking. I'm like, man, I'm just going to forget that it's not going well and I'm going to put myself in a good mood. and Yeah. I walked out with a $347 bar tab. Damn. And <laughs> I mean, damn, damn, so, damn. I mean, and that was awfully close to that point too. Cause Cress was, yeah. I mean, three years. Something yeah. that. Something so, like that. so it's, uh, well, I'm glad you did
0: it. So am I. I, I is it still tough? Do you think or no?
1: No, I don't think it is. Really? Um, there probably are moments I'm like, you know, I'd probably be in a little better mood than what right. I am like at a concert. Right. Uh, I miss drinking a beer at a concert, um, but I don't miss how I feel oh, the next yeah. morning. I yeah. don't miss uh, parts of the night not remembering what happened. Because mm-hmm. um, when I drank, it was it was Black I drank until I blacked yeah. out. I mean, there are many nights I have no clue what happened.
0: Yeah, so you can't ever be on the Supreme Court, huh? No, <laughs>
1: I, I <laughs> no, there, there are no telling if I, if something like that would ever happen to me, what kind of stories would come out of the woodworks yeah. from, from people and well, I'm things glad I've you, said and done. <laughs> I'm glad you got
0: it. a like, hold on it, you know, now. So yeah. laid back, relax. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you mentioned something earlier too, dude, the, uh, internet radio thing. Right. I, I remember when I approached you, I think around Mardi Gras, it, it was at Mardi Gras. Yeah. Well, I I, that wasn't just like a
1: That's another time I miss not drinking. I'm just gonna let you know. Oh I am downright I am a Mardi Gras person. Yeah. But that particular time I will tell you I miss not drink or miss drinking. During Mardi Gras. Yeah. Because Mardi Gras is pretty much a whole holiday un, un, dedicated to it. Unfortunately, Mardi Gras and drinking are, yeah. uh, are, go to go to go together. Yeah. So that's why I want to grow That exists. one is, that one is tough. That's why you see me at the D. parades now, way away yeah. from where I used to be at, like at Henry's. Yeah. Now I'm down yeah. in front of Sicily, sitting on the curb in the grass underneath a tent where nobody really can see me. And
0: <laughs> your shield's up. Yep. Or you're just like, uh, I want to see it, but I don't want to. I still have fun though. It's still, yeah. um, it's still that's one a great of my parade. Favorite. That's my favorite parade by I, far.
1: I I make sure that I'm off every every mm-hmm. real parade. So mm-hmm.
0: how are you enjoying your new job? Well, it's not really new. You've been there years now, but
1: yeah, I've been there. Uh, three, well, August thirty first was three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Yeah. Um, what's your I, title? I'm sales manager. Okay. Uh, um, but I love sports. I know, and it's not. Oh, I'm a football fan. No, I'm a I'm a football, baseball, soccer, lacrosse, mm-hmm. golf, tennis. I mean, I can literally, if nothing is on TV and cricket is on TV, I can watch cricket. Damn, um, not, I, I don't no have way. a I don't have a problem with any of it. So to be around it all of the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know, I work at Academy Sports. I wasn't gonna say that. I didn't a, know if you wanted to or not. I don't, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm making more money than I ever have in my yeah. life being there. So. Yeah. Um, D. Iberville. So if you need anything, come see me. <laughs> come see Kevin, man. Yeah, come on. I yeah. need sales. There you go. Sales manager. I tell them you heard the him on the
0: Brownwater Bandit podcast and you'll get no percent off.
1: I tell you what, if somebody comes in and says they heard that, I'll give them 10% off. Holy their shit.
0: Did y'all hear that? Dude, <laughs> so, whatever been a better time to listen than right now? Yeah, no, if you right? stuck with us this long, that was the gym. <laughs> so being around the sports, being
1: able to talk to people about sports, being able to, its it's just, it's, it's in my blood, and I enjoy it. I mean, and I hate to say it, and a lot of people hate it. Before I was in radio, I was retail. I worked for Lowe's. I worked for 84 Lumber. I've, 84 I 84 Lumber. Yeah, I did, oh, I yes, did all that baby. kind of stuff. Uh, That's West, old school. West Building Materials. That was, yep. I mean, as a matter of fact, I worked for the 84 Lumber that was in Deiberville. That's the one I'm talking so, about. So, yeah. yeah. Um, was the what was West Building in diaberville too? West Building was in Gulfport. Oh, okay. That is now
0: 84 Lumber. okay southern elite that building was that cash that and was carry?
1: phillips phillips building No, uh, yeah phillips no it wasn't phillips was it phillips yeah phillips cash cash yeah, and fi- carry yeah 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 so yeah. there's um so yeah there's that one and then uh at the time right across from the ford dealership used to be one called mccoy's they lumber Damn. Uh, they're out of texas i don't remember that one so but I don't have a problem with retail. I love talking to people. I love selling yeah. people. Uh matter of fact I got a I got mad at one of my guys. I was sitting there talking to somebody. we were talking stadium seats. I was yeah. like, Yeah, I use this one. You got the arms on it, blah, blah, blah. And he comes in. Well, I do I told I we sold it and I pulled him to the side. I said, The next time I'm with a customer talking to them I said, I need to I need the practice. Right. I don't get to deal with the customers a lot. I have to deal with the associates to make sure that they're dealing with the customers correctly. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like to sharpen myself up a little bit and make sure that i can still sell or or whatever so please if i'm talking to a customer do not interrupt me yeah yeah don't take them from me he quit
0: oh damn it yeah what are you ever a specific (laughs) spot or the whole thing i
1: am um so there's three managers in the store one one runs the front end okay one runs receiving and everything else, and then there's the sales floor. And I have the sales floor. Oh, okay, that's so the one I would want.
0: Every everything in the entire store that can be bought. I would. I would just. I think if I worked at Academy though, fifty percent, seventy five percent of my check would be gone every week.
1: I don't take my wallet to work on payday. Yes,
0: I uh, would not. Because I, I don't
1: know if you saw it, but it's like actually, Toys R Us for, I, for adults. It is, and I I actually put it on my uh, on my Facebook page the other day that I don't need alcohol to make regrets with my cell phone.
0: Say that again. Oh, I don't need,
1: need alcohol to make regrets with my cell phone. Okay. Um, so four o'clock in the morning, the other morning, I'm scrolling. I woke up. I'm scrolling through Facebook till I fall I'm back to sleep. in some sleeping
0: pattern issues you've yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, right. all, I'm yeah. always up. For,
1: to- I mean, it's almost like I, I don't need an alarm to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Before I got promoted, once a month for a week, I had to be up at four o'clock in the morning to go handle the truck coming in and receiving the truck. Gotcha. So- Four o'clock in the morning, it's just... So I get on my phone, I scroll through Facebook and fall back to sleep. Mm-hmm. I literally will probably fall asleep with my phone on my chest. Right. Um, but I was scrolling through and Michelle wrote over. She goes, what are you doing? And I'm click. Buying shit? Uh, I just bought a Taysom Hill jersey. Damn. She's like, you just bought the third string quarterback's jersey? I was like, I'm more proud that you knew that that was a third string quarterback. Yeah, than, I didn't than really
0: mean me yeah. buying the jersey. So yeah, that that ability to buy shit with one push of a button on your phone oh. that's a, that's a whole other problem. In yeah, Amazon itself. Prime, I, it's bad, dude. I know. And then I go down the rabbit hole of like looking up the reviews and all the shit. It's like I can't just buy something; I got to know everything about it or as much as I can.
1: And you talk about getting stuck, and I always I always say it. and I got stuck and. Like, I'll, something will pop up on Facebook and I'll watch the video. Yeah. But when you go to the video, it runs another whole 20, 30 videos underneath it. And I'll just start scrolling through them. I'll be like, what do you got? What
0: are we doing? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's tough. And then these damn uh, phones are smart. So, like, they know ah. what you look for. So, all my shit is just musician's friend and sweetwater. And they're all, there's targeted ads to where I'm just like, damn, dude, this is.
1: I'll tell you exactly what happened the other day. So. About six years ago, I got diagnosed with diabetes. Yeah. And my doctor has said I've gotten as good as I can get without actually being on an insulin pump. Because I, I went from a type 2 to a type 1. My pancreas is totally shut down. I didn't know that.
0: So. How, how long ago did that happen? Uh, a little over a year ago. Okay.
1: And so uh, I went and got the type 1 diabetes ribbon uh, tattooed on me. Okay. Uh, so you're and, taking shots. So I take shots. Yeah. And she said you You've gotten as good as you can get without being on a pump. Huh. All right. So I'm talking to Michelle about it, and the pump's called a Tandem, tandem X pump. Mm-hmm. Um, two days later, Michelle's scrolling through her Facebook, and Tandem X pump shows up on her Facebook it's feed. Scary, dude. And it's like, yeah. what? She didn't search it. She didn't mm-hmm. do anything. We just talked about it. So it's, it, you never know. don't dude. want to believe yeah. that. Yeah. And, Go read the Snowden book, people. It, and it's, it's, I'm very thankful that I'm not big into like porn and yeah, stuff like that. Because yeah, I could imagine yeah. scrolling, Hey Michelle, look at this. And yeah. then all of a sudden a, a, a porn ad pops up. Yeah. That's so it's, it's neat to see it's, it's neat to see that kind of stuff happen to see how far it's come, but it's also very scary to, if Facebook can do it, imagine what a government oh, that God. has
0: go, an endless amount of go money. Go read the to, Snowden book. That's <laughs> yeah. all I can tell you. Go read the Snowden book. So, um, but no, like I was saying a second ago, um, I saw you at um, Mardi, Gras. Mardi Gras, yeah, and we talked about doing a online version of the Homegrown Show. Yes, and I still think we should do that, man. Uh, what do you think?
1: I'm all about it. Um, I wouldn't want to call it the Homegrown Show. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, I kind of like the the name Native Tongue.
0: Mm, it's a native mm, so native sounds. We could work on that. Wait, it, that didn't roll off like I thought it was going to. Maybe that. I don't know. But, but to, the idea, almost, yes. the idea, I,
1: I, I love the idea of, and that was the, the one thing about the homegrown show that I absolutely loved. And of that course was I wasn't, deal. I wasn't the first host. Yeah, I wasn't the second host. Who was the first? The first was Kevin Cruz. Okay. And for those, was of it here, his idea? I don't know if it was his idea. Um, but it was a good idea. Whoever's idea. idea. Yeah, um, really and I was. don't know if most people know, but, uh, we did lose Kevin Cruz I didn't about that. a week and a half ago. What? Yeah. He passed away um was he he wasn't old was he he's 55 that's not old uh, No, it's not old um i haven't gotten the full stories i was in orlando when it happened and somebody texted me to let me know but i believe it was he had a stroke and didn't come back from the stroke okay uh so and then the second host was uh snack bar uh then went on to vaguely remember 105.9 as sammy lee okay uh he's now in maryland but we were, as a matter of fact, that that CPR fest we were talking about with 30 Seconds to Mars and mm-hmm. Fear Factory and all that, he was backstage with me. He was like, look, I don't want to do the homegrown show anymore. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay. Uh, he goes, would you take it over? And I said, yeah. And I I think the, I wasn't the first or the second, but I think I did the most with it. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think what I people got, remember. Each- I think I got more involved yep. instead of just playing the bands you had us in. I I got involved. I went and saw the bands. I went to Dude. get to know the bands. Like, there are some of those interviews that there were some really personal issues, interviews because we uh, how well yeah. we knew each other. Yeah. Um,
0: stories that I did to Matt White when he was with Castor Troy. I mean, he. brought... I can remember. I mean, that's early twenties for me. Right. And I could when you got to show up to the CPR uh studios and have your music played and be in it like you had uh, you you know this was like oh this is what it feels like like we we made it. You yeah, know? we made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it was a real studio, a real DJ host, you know, it was it was awesome, man. I I had fun. I mean that was probably the most
1: fun I've ever out of the, the radio career. And I mean that I, I did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I did I mean if you look back at everything that I did in that short time that I was at the radio station, I mean I did overnights. I did I did nights. I did. Uh, I actually did a morning show on 105.9 uh, Go FM, and it was called Beasley and Porkchop. And damn, I think it, I did. And it was like game. it was like four or five months, and it was kind of just kind of sandwiching in between syndicated shows. Yeah. Um, and I did it with a guy named Dan Saw, um, and who was a stand up comedian. Okay. And he was Beasley, and I was Porkchop. Nice. And, uh, great stage, I yeah. mean, we had our own little logo and I yeah. mean, it was, it was great and it was fun. And, uh, I got in trouble, uh, because I came in after a night of partying to Michael Jackson dying. Yeah. And I made a bunch of Michael Jackson jokes throughout the, the morning. And I got in trouble
0: for being disrespectful to, to Michael Jackson. He's the king, bro. King of pop. Yeah, but the jokes were so funny. Were
1: they? I mean, they, I, I couldn't tell you one I said, but they I somewhere were they just funny to you. Probably. I was, <laughs> I was probably a whole lot yeah. of things are funnier when you're when true. you're hungover and stuff yes. like that. But that um, cloudy haze. So we did that, and I mean, I I have countless interviews of of people and bands, and having them in the studio, and and I've got the board at the house. We had this big white board it was a cpr fest eight board but it was huge it was like four by eight Mm -hmm. on the front was the schedule of cpr fest eight on the back was just blank white so i was like let's just throw it up in the studio when bands come in sign sign. it yeah so uh it's got egypt central on there it's Mm -hmm. got theory of a dead man it's got hollywood undead it's got uh um Ellison was her last name, one of the Playboy Playmates. It's got pilots from the Thunderbirds on there and, and stuff like that. And when I left the radio station, I didn't get that. I didn't. And uh, when they moved to the studios that they're at now. They're not in the same spot? No. Okay. So they're, they're now in Gulfport over by uh, Walmart. Oh, okay. In Gulfport off of 49. So when they moved that, that, that board went to, uh, I think, Riley took it okay um and then michelle talked with riley and got it from riley and gave it to me for christmas awesome so so it's girlfriend award yeah it's back at the house um that's awesome dude so we hang that every now and then uh it's it's let's get
0: some version of that going again somehow we'll brainstorm on it
1: yeah no definitely we'll brainstorm i mean one thing that that I don't know if it scares me. It's just not a lot of local music right now. There's not. Um, I know that's true. That is I mean, you absolutely got true. Good, you got some good ones out there that are still there. Love stories end is yes. still yeah, running around. I see. I see. There's Project on, Nine. Yeah, Scott yeah. Keller still going around. I mean, um, and even
0: if it was some old stuff, even if we just rehash stuff that's not even that doesn't even exist anymore as far as the bands go. I mean, we can, and see. we don't have to do it once a month. I mean, we can we can start off with
1: stuff like that. We yeah. can. It, I, Get you guys, fall some grace in here. Let's play some fall some grace music and, and, and Hang just, out. and just talk, talk. What, what happened I think at those fun, times? Man. I think it'd be fun. Uh, and
0: we can Facebook live it. Yeah. Live absolutely. It. You know, that's something that didn't exist back when you were doing, when we, you know, no, would, all that you shit. You know, I would. Like I've, you said, thankfully. Probably. If you go, if you go YouTube, um, there's a
1: couple bands that recorded while they were in there. So there's, some, yeah, there's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. some yeah. homegrown show, show stuff on YouTube. Um, and then there's some pictures online. Every now and then, I try to reminisce and i yeah. will like, "Homegrown CPR, Special K on Google, and see what pops up." Yeah, and
0: uh, never seen a mugshot, so I'm good. There you go, man. <laughs> well, dude, look, thanks for stopping by. On short notice, I might add, too, and doing this, uh, it's been fun. I knew this was gonna be a good one. I knew it was gonna be fun.
1: I I have fun. It's it's fun to tell. It's fun to tell the stories now, uh, because I'm not there in that situation anymore. Yeah, um, I
0: can. L- Tell the story and still learn from the story. And you're pretty open about it too, which I think is commendable.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I've never been that. I mean, it's just been recently where I've just openly talked about like, oh, you used to not be that. Even on, even on the, with Anthony the other day talking about being in jail watching the Saints Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's just something I don't, I didn't talk about, but I look at it this way. If, um, I've always wanted to, when the schools do the DUIs, yes. I've lo- I would love for somebody to invite me and just let me come in and tell my experience. Maybe we can make that happen, dude. Because well, one of my best friends, Jason Cummings, is the DUI officer for the Biloxi Police Department. Okay, and that's another. And I I know I <laughs> no we're I'm, good. I've rambling again. That's good. Um, you didn't know if you could do fifty minutes. Uh, Look uh, at you go. I know, right? Um, but that's another thing. Was Michelle thinks she goes? Who would have thought nine years ago that some of your best friends are police? Yeah, like. Oh, we will back out of my house and one of the policemen will be sitting there and we'll just sit in the driveway and just talk. And she's just like, you'd yeah. have run. Yeah. You'd yep. have locked every door and shut every blind in the house if they were standing outside. Funny how life right. ends so, up, huh? So, but I'm happy. So that's all that matters to me.
0: Well, dude, that's awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thanks everybody for listening. If You stuck with us all the way to the end. Don't forget the 10% discount Academy in the Outerville go tell special. K You heard it on uh Brownwater banter. You can find uh the the podcast man. We're on uh, Apple, uh, Podcast, Google Play, uh, Podbeam, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Search Brownwater Banter or at BrownwaterB. Uh, leave us a comment. Tell us what you think of the show. Uh, request for future shows. If you know somebody you'd like to hear uh, on the show, man, give us some uh, ideas and suggestions. And then stay on the lookout to see if we get some version of a homegrown show going again. Uh, hopefully with some video live stream stuff like that. So thanks again.